Welcome back to your date with dysfunction. It's Sarah. And I'm Lauren. And we have two special guests with us today. Hey guys, it's Emily. You can catch me at Sugarcoat Me or She on Twitter. I'm Sky. I just follow for the funny shit. Okay, and today we're going to talk about relationships because we have a wide selection here of we women. We do and have experience. a variety of great people. So. Yeah, and lots of experience and our, who even knows how to relationship so maybe all of our knowledge together will make an answer. Right, right. We're gonna figure maybe this shit out relate. today. Like honestly maybe someone here can relate today and maybe your questions will be answered and maybe you guys can kind of help us answer some questions for you. Exactly. So um, as in my experience I'm in a relationship right now. I've been single for 20 years, and I am 20 years old. Um, I have been through quite a few rounds, but here we are. Did she get married, Emily? Uh, yes. <laughs> Divorced and currently single. <laughs> I just don't fuck with shit anymore, because God forbid if I try too hard, they don't stay anyway. Sky's going to be our facilitator today. I don't really think I needed to say that, because y'all are going to figure it out. <laughs> Out, but I like to hear the sound of my ears. <laughs> That's probably just, one of my faults. Probably why I'm single. <laughs> All right, so for our rounds of questions, we got one through 14 in random ass order. So let's hit with the strong one first. Why did the last relationship you have hit rock bottom? I've been single for 20 years. What do you mean? I hit rock bottom whenever I realize I want to stay the night and I'm like, fuck, I need to go home. <laughs> right, right. Um, so. My last relationship, um, I dated a guy for like maybe half a year, whatever, on and off for a year, and I just realized like I wanted to be by myself. Like he was just a big rebound from my divorce. So here I am, doing me. Go you. <laughs> well, for me, I was in a relationship for almost two years. I'm pretty sure I got brainwashed. Oh yeah. I was, and then finally. After I wasn't allowed to see my mom, my friends, I just yeah. packed my shit and got out. What a control freak. He was old, too. We gotta ditch the zero and get a hero. <laughs> Alright, question number two. We're gonna set a scene for this one. So if you're sitting in a bar or a club-like area or even a fancy-ass restaurant, what are you looking for when a man comes up to you and tries to buy you a drink? Ooh, can I um, yeah. take the lead? So this is my scene, okay? This is like, you know, I'm a party girl. I love to go out. And um, honestly, like, I'm just down to have fun. I'll go up to a guy, no problem whatsoever. Like, hey, how are you? Like, what's going on? Why are you out here tonight? Um, the last guy I met at a bar, he had just came from a wedding. He was the best man. It was actually my 21st birthday, first legal time out. And... Um, he was just asking why we were out, and he saw my sign, and he helped me actually complete everything on my list. Um, you know, like, I just want—he was respectful. Like, he he was just really cool, wanted to laugh with me and hang out with my friends. Um, just someone who's really outgoing, you know? Like, you—at least if that's your personality, like, you want someone with the same kind of personality. And, like, it doesn't always click, and, like, guys don't always, like— I think that honestly you should take that lead like if you want to talk to a guy in a bar go up to him and talk to him but like I just think it's cool if people are open to talk to you like not kind of rude about it. I definitely think that what you just said summed up 
is Emily takes the drink if they make the initiative because she likes the initiative because it matches her personality. Right, right. I feel like that's what you said. So Sarah got it, yeah. I got you, always. Um, I don't know. I'm, like, really weird when guys, like, I don't like it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's probably because old men always come up to and me. And most guys it's don't only mean old well. men. So, like, I can't tell you what I like about a guy coming up to me, like, trying to buy me a drink or introduce himself to me because I've never seen something I like in that type of man. Like, I don't know what it is. I think it's because, like... I don't know. I just, nobody makes a good first impression that way. Like, it was just not my thing. Yeah, I feel like I have a magnet for crazies, so I automatically now have this, like, distrust for strangers, and I'm in a relationship now, so I want it, but as in single me answering, like, back in the past, I think the only way I would take it is if, like, the bartender is handing it to me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, yeah, one time. (laughs) Yeah, bartender's handing to me, but usually I'm not interested. If someone's buying me a drink, nine times out of ten, I'm not going to be interested in them. So I'm going to take it from the bartender and then go hide in the bathroom for a good 30 minutes. I'm going to take the drink. But but I'm going to be hiding from him for the rest of the night. Take the drink, but leave the man. I mean, if you can flirt a little and get some free drinks, fuck it. Yeah. I'm not looking for anything. All I got to do is bat my eyes and be like, thank you so much and twirl my hair. Well, I I will say I learned, (laughs) not from experience, surprisingly, because I didn't go out when I was abroad, but if you go to a different country like Europe, do not take the drink because if they actually, like how how their culture is, if you take the drink, then you do owe them something. Mm -hmm. So that's like... Like, here, like, you know, like, some guys expect, like, oh, I bought you a drink. Like, this is, like, your commitment for the night. Like, dude, no. Like, that's not how it works. Like, if you buy a drink, you're buying a drink for a girl just because, not to... It's gambling. Expect something. Don't expect anything from her. Yeah. Okay. So, rolling into the next question that'll go with kind of like that. How do you feel about a one-night stand? (laughs) (laughs) Why is everybody looking at me? (laughs) Isn't that what Tinder's for? I mean, I have experience with one-night stands. Um, How do I feel about it? Like, are you... I feel safe you, and secure because there's... It's just, there's, no there's, no, there's, there's no Because there's no more after it? There's it's no, no commitment. commitment. Yeah, pretty much. But I've had a one-night stand turn into, like, a long time of one-night stands with one person and, like... So that, how do you handle that? Did you get attached or did just... Oh, oh my God. Super attached, honestly. Um, it's kind of like self-destruction, um, basically. Like, you're just going back and then you become attached to this person and it's like come on like like you have to like get real and like you tell yourself like to get real and like understand that like this is not a relationship and they made that clear to you but like you just you know girls like girls have feelings so they think way more into it and guys are just like Mm -hmm. this is just like my hookup that's what I was saying earlier whenever I was like all right one night's fine but after I sleep with you the second time I'm already crying I'm like I've never had a relationship but a two night stand that's just too far for me (laughs) see like how I view it I don't see one night stands an issue but the problem with people today is there's no um, boundaries with it. People go in and sometimes people will pretend to like you and just want a one night stand and not tell them their intentions. So then it's like miscommunication and it's hard because guys know if they just go in and say, hey, I don't want a relationship. I just want to fuck. The girl not going to fuck. So then they play the sweet role until they get what they exactly. want. Exactly. Guys are so manipulative. They will literally like 
treat like they'll do things here and there that make you think oh this could be more than just a hookup but in all reality like at the end of the day you're just a hookup I and mean, there's a roster i'm telling you there's always a roster I feel like there's a happy medium though that guys think doesn't exist because there's a way to tell a girl like you just want sex without saying hey i want to fuck you and making it completely unattractive because like girls are out here too like some of us just want sex but there's a like you you know there's a way to make that clear without making me like not like turned off like communication is definitely key like especially if you just want that person to hook up like still communicate yeah. with that person that that's what it is but still keep that like you know guys just don't think about it they don't think into it as much as girls so yeah i'm too scared of today's world and i'm too scared of other penises to go near anything so i just <laughs> sit there and i'm like hey, swerve honestly yeah. wrap it before you tap it i just don't tap it man um, so there's actually, I've never had a one night stand that hasn't turned into multiple night stands. Like that's, that's I don't know mm-hmm. if it's just me or like just you. Cause when in New York, so I'm the same way. Like I'll end up hooking up with someone and then I'll get the text back and I'm like, okay, <laughs> let me put myself through and it ends up being a reoccurring process. Yeah. And girls will literally talk themselves into anything. Like we can create any situation in our head and in think, our favor and think like, oh no, this is to- like, this guy totally is into me. Like he definitely wants a relationship, but really no girl. Like, no, he no. does not. He just thinks you're cool and fun to hang out with. Yeah. Like if anything, you're, you're like one me. of the bros that he likes to fuck. Besides what you're looking for when someone comes up to you, what do you notice first? Is it the teeth, the hair, the eyes, the way their voices, the way their lips move when they say a certain word? Is it the body language when they lean against the table? What are you, what are you looking for? What do you notice first as soon as a man comes up to you? Lips and shoes, because I do not fuck with a man who wears spirits. No, no, no spirits. You so no. Yeah, only spirits I like are the boat shoes. Okay, my grandpa has a pair. They're cool. It's just the flat tan ones. Listen, if you wear not the whack, not the whack ass spirits from middle school. Okay, that shit's done. Unless you're thirty, I don't understand. So I got lips and shoes for you. What about you, Lauren? Uh, it's hard because I, this sounds weird, but I always notice the best feature. And then, I don't know, I you do like pros and cons. So basically you just like pick, like you choose to like something about it. I find yeah. the positive in them. That's good. And, good. But if good I had to, if I had to pick what I had to notice probably the most is, I would say either eyes or jawline. Okay. Oh yeah, you do. What about like, you? You do like a what good um, so basically I'm super into like the whole curly hair, but <laughs> definitely someone's mannerisms. Like if you look like you're just a really lax person, I always end up with the really chill people. I don't understand it because I'm not a chill person as much as I try to be like, I always tell myself every day, good vibes only. We're going to have a good day. Stay positive. But like with a guy, just look for a really calming like energy because like, I guess that's what I yearn for. And so, like, if someone is around me and they just look like, oh, this guy's real easygoing, you know, definitely the curly hair, okay? I'm honestly down for the curly hair. And recently, I've been super into, like, facial hair. And a guy with different color head hair and a red beard, something about the red beard is, like, you're in there. Like, that's that's the key thing, man. And green eyes. Green eyes. <laughs> I'm always looking at eyes. Eyes are a big thing for me just because when I'm talking to you, I'm one that, like, I always look in the eyes. That's my thing, is I'm always looking at the eyes. And then another thing is, is 
when I'm looking at your eyes, I can fucking Sorry. see if you're looking at my eyes or my tits. Mm-hmm. And one or the other, you're either going to pass the test because you're looking at me in the face and ignoring the fact that maybe I got a little bit of cleavage, or you're going to be a fucking pig and stare at my, my tits, and it's going to be a problem because you're never going to pass the test. That's funny because, like, I don't have tits or an ass, so it's like, <laughs> I really just have to lead strongly with the hair in my lap because that's, that's really all I got. <laughs> same, girl, same. Here's one that I'm going to go with and this is the one that I said personally I will kill a motherfucker and I will punch him in the throat 10 million times because this irritates living shit out of me. This guy's a little hardcore. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I will rip their jugular out. Does it matter when you're on a date and how they fucking chew? Does it matter how they hold their fork, they use their silverware, or chew with their damn mouth open? Oh, my God. So, literally, the, <laughs> the guy just got out of a relationship with this past year. Um, he literally held the fork like... Uh, like I'm doing it right now, but he would hold the fork, like he would ball a fist and hold the fork like that. Like, like it's a chopstick. And like he came from a really well like mannered family. You would think from where he like how he was raised stuff, he would not hold his fork like that. And it literally bothered me every time we ate a meal. You know, if they're chewing with their mouth open mm. and making noises, you know he's not gonna be able to eat some pussy. And eat. Oh my God. <laughs> Okay, she literally just just hit the dinger. Like that's oh, actually Jesus. a key component. That's I've never met a guy who fucking smacks his food that knows how to eat a girl out. Like if you're smacking on a first date, that's the I'm last done. date. You're I'm done. done. You're out. Like don't text I will get up and leave. Don't text me after. And it's true. Those are the ones that slobber on you when you're making out. Too. Whenever I'm going out, like you know, when I go on a date with someone, I'm thinking like, okay, this is like a possible partner. Like you know, the whole point of dating is to get to the finish line, fucking home run. You know, so like. When I see things that I'm like, mm, what I want, like, my kids to act like that. Mm. Like, do I want my kids to hold their fork that way? I don't because. I think because I don't go on dates that, like, by the time <laughs> men, are do- <laughs> men are doing that with me, I'm already, like, infatuated with them. So, like, so you don't I- notice. So like, I haven't noticed, so I'm in too deep. And it's like, I can overlook that shit that is making me want to blow my brains out. I can see. do it. I can know I can do it. You do that around me, the only finish line you're getting to is the one six feet underground. I don't fuck with I mean, you with your mouth open. Can't stand it when people do it with gum. I oh, ugh, It makes me cringe. I hate smacking I'm the gum. best at overlooking things. So our next one is going to be, how do you feel about your significant other around you or near you when you use the bathroom? Oh, God. <laughs> like, the cruelest question ever because like, <laughs> I... Like, I have to run the faucet to pee, and especially, oh my god, first time at your house, like, I hope your bathroom is not in your room, because, like, I just get so nervous, and all summer, my friends gave me shit, I couldn't even pee, like, when we were at the lake and the beach and stuff, so, like, just peeing while this guy that you just fucked is right there, it's like, okay, like, it's a normal thing, but, like, it's scared to pee. See, I'm really bad, because, like, I'll, I will hold everything I got until I get home. I don't care if I just spent the night at your house because you're you're a friend of mine and like we just had a sleepover. It could be two days in a row. I will not go to bathroom for two days in a row until it I get home. It took me five years to be able to like even use the bathroom at Lauren Saunders' house. Five I can't years. Even go to restaurants. That's your best friend. Yeah, I know. So I can't. I have to turn on the Faucet. water. Like, please, no. like. If someone walks in, I have to completely stop peeing. Like, no, and I, I tell you that. Like, like, I have to pee so bad. But just go. I'm like, uh, you're no, going to hear me. I'm scared you're going to hear me. That's yeah. my first thing. Like, and tell guys, me they just like, door wide open, fucking booty out, 
taking a piss. Like, come on, I don't understand. <gasps> Nigel's cousin. <laughs> I'm sorry, ma'am. And I also haven't seen a guy like who, or a guy I was seeing, he literally so like not I'm such a modest person when it comes to like being naked in front of someone or just like you know like half naked even but like this guy literally strips down to the fucking nude doesn't care walks around with everything out and like that's cool smoke a cigarette after sex outside naked and like I just put my clothes back on sometimes I keep my shirt on like it's just uncomfortable to be like vulnerable in front of someone <laughs> I used to be really shy with bathrooms. Like, I would hold it in, like, y'all. And then I feel like the more experience with guys, the more I just didn't care. The and more UTIs you get, you get over that shit. <laughs> exactly. And so, like, back in the day, peeing was an issue. Now I'm in a relationship, and I can pee easily, no faucet running. And I'm not even going to lie. I pooped in the bathroom while he was in there. I mean, honestly, like, pooping is a next level in a relationship. That's how you know you're secure with someone because, like, if I can poop with the door closed and you're walking around outside the room or whatever, like, that's fine. That's how you know you're secure in a relationship. But one time I was so scared that I was going to fart while sleeping that I literally stayed awake the whole night. Like, just because I didn't, you know, that's awkward. I was just, I don't, don't remember who I told this other day, and I was like, I don't want to be in a relationship because I don't ever want to have to be comfortable with pooping with somebody there or in the next room. Like, I don't like, like, just, I don't want somebody to tell me it's okay if you you poop. I'm like, damn, like, I don't want to have to go through this. (laughs) Like, I don't want to feel that secure. They do say, though, like, couples who fart together stay together like if you're that comfortable with them and guys are science to back that up all the time guys don't don't care and girls are like trained our whole lives like oh don't fart in public that's impolite don't so like of course we're not gonna be i don't get turned off we're not gonna be an animal i don't get turned off like when guys do it though like you know what i'm saying yeah exactly it's definitely not i just giggled i'm like i just think it's funny that they don't care and then in another sense it makes me feel like they're comfortable but then i realize like oh yeah it's just like a shit all right so here's a really really big one that other people would probably want to hear about too um would you switch the sports team you like to make them happy, or would you pretend to like sports to make them happy? Oh, fuck no. Like, so, what, do you do you support what, like, would you just support the team to support it, even though you know nothing I'm about okay it? I'm okay with watching it, but, like, I'm not going to lie. I act like I know what's going on. So, my dad doesn't watch sports. He's a very man of, like, he just works, basically. That's all he does. <laughs> my family doesn't care about sports yeah. whatsoever. I've never really been attracted to someone who's super about sports, so I can't really relate. But, like, I definitely dig a good hockey game every now and then. Or, like, um, I mean, I go to the football. Like, if we have a tailgate or something, I'll definitely go with them, I guess. Just to, like, you know, eat and drink and have a good time. But as far as, like, following sports, I don't think I could ever get into it. You ignore the, the sports aspect of the, it. The only thing I like about hockey, really, is when the goalies get in a fight. Like, it's so I mean, fun. it's just a bunch of hot, sweaty guys fucking ice skating. I used to, like, love watching SL, like, SLS, like, street league skating after, like, sleeping with this one guy. But oh, I love skateboarders. I love, I already, like, like skateboarders. I, like, find it fascinating. Like, I'll watch skate videos in my free time. But I also think it was something about watching it, like, afterwards, like, 
something that he was passionate about that like I like the intimacy of it like it, mm-hmm. I like would enjoy it and like like to talk to him about it it made me want to learn more because I could see he was so interested um pretty much I would never I mean in the past I've made the stupid mistakes of trying to change myself so for someone but I'm not gonna I've dated Clemson fan I'm Carolina I dated Clemson fans many of them and it never made an issue but I would never w- fucking idiots swear not with yeah and they're <laughs> I mean I just I never watch football with them that's not something I like have fun Nick doesn't like sports I mean like he likes it but not enough to watch it but you do go sit at the skate park with Nick yeah I mean? but I do do things like I do sacrifice because that's like relationship sacrifice watch now I watch skate videos. Well, we used to we used to go to Inland to watch the skate videos, so I do remember that. And like, I always have been into skateboarders, mm-hmm. so I guess that's a sport I could definitely get into. I could never see. This is own. why I'm single, because you guys are like, in a good sense, like you guys are into the skateboarders and like you guys are into watching them. And then me, I get the the handshakes with the yo bro come come learn this new trick with us, and I'm like, yo, I'm fucking down, because like I grew up skateboarding and BMXing, and like. I, I do sports like I, I I like the Panthers and I like the Penguins for hockey, but I have met guys before in the past as well that are like, oh, I'm not really into you because you like this team, and I'm like, what the fuck does my team have to do with our relationship? Yeah, like, that is I'm such like, a dude the, thing yeah, that's for what I'm sure. saying. Like, what about like, house fucking, divided? Yeah, that's know, fucking like, childish. Like I think that we should be fucking. I think it should be fun when our teams go against each other and we're rivals for a second, but we're still together. Like, that should yeah. be something cute. And But some guys are like, if you're not on my shit, you're not on my shit. Honestly, like, the, if the guy's like that, do you really want to be That's what I'm saying. Like, I would never, like you guys say, like, I would never pretend to like, like, to like something, but I would definitely sit by their side because they enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I, I like those things. Though. And like, if I'm into not, it. If I just don't like it that much, mm-hmm. then I'll go up and watch Netflix and they can invite one of the Like, bros. yeah, that's like their dude time. Like, I don't want to invade on your dude time, but I do like sports. So I'll let you sit there with your dudes and I'll eat some chips and salsa in the corner. <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for the free food and the alcohol. We'll sit in the awkward Yeti cooler. <laughs> you want to throw, throw that Super Bowl party? Because I got it. <laughs> Does your significant other's past relationships matter? What extent does it matter? Does it matter, like, maybe why they broke up? Does it matter, like, you know, people are always like, how many girlfriends have you had? How many people have you fucked? I personally don't think that matters. But I believe that there's a certain extent that you need to know something from the past of a relationship. I'm only curious about what they brought with them from that relationship into this one to learn, like, how we can, like, like work past on. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, what do you, you still have trust issues? What, exactly. Like, what are you holding <laughs> on to from this? But not, I don't need necessarily need to know, like, everything. Like, oh, like, yeah, this one time, da, 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 like... I don't want to hear stories about your ex. Yeah. Even if it's something that's, like, really crazy, I'm just, like... Because when you do that, then I'm automatically going to assume, like, oh, you're still on it. Like, and don't don't ever compare girl. I feel like past relationships are affecting everyone in some ways. And sometimes people tend to punish their new lover or new potential love interest for the pa- ex-lover's mistake. And that's really unfair. So I feel like a lot of people today have to watch for that. I mean, the only thing, like, that I feel like is necessary to know is if, like, Honestly, if there was, like, a past, like, domestic violence issue, I would want to know that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. want to be the next that's, victim. That's important. <laughs> like, I need to know your crime history first. Like, me to do a background check on you, maybe. Learn oh, it. also, I think that, like, I don't remember who told me this, but, like, 
I don't want to know. Like, you know how some girls are like, oh, I need to know everyone you've slept with and stuff like that. Like, I don't want to know because that's just going to make me insecure. Like, and every time I'm going to see that girl, even if I have nothing against her, I'm going to feel less than her because that's just like a yeah. thing. And then, I mean, again, that's just not a good feeling. So, like, I would rather honestly not know. Like, that's fine. I feel like, like it shouldn't matter. It's like mm-hmm. what you don't know can't hurt you. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Ignorance is really bliss in some points. Like, people want to know too much. Mm-hmm. And that just, like, it's just too much thinking. And almost me. at one point in everyone's life, they have a, a, in quotation marks with my fingers, a hoe moment. So, like, throughout the period of time where, like, that one person had the greatest relationship for a few years and then they got broken up with and their heart was broken, of course they go around and they sleep a little bit. They're looking for a rebound. Exactly. But so why why punish them for doing what they did to get over the biggest heartbreak of their lives when it doesn't do anything to affect what we're in now? It'd be different if they were doing shit behind our backs with the same people. But if they're not doing a damn thing, then why does it matter the body count? It shouldn't matter. Yeah, because like, and especially as you get older, like, you know, like, People have been hoes and turned into a housewife, you know? Yeah. And, like, people say you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Bitch but, like, <laughs> I know plenty of girls who have, like, been around, been around, and then become, like, this amazing girlfriend to yeah. one guy and been loyal to him. And, like, it's just because they haven't wasted their time with someone who's not worth it. It's all about chemistry and who makes you happy, not the experience or how mm-hmm. you met someone. When, at whatever point in your relationship... Do you feel secure with them to use the bathroom, to sleep and stay the night? When do you yourself feel okay? Is it in months in? Is it like whenever you, like, what do you feel when you finally are okay with it? The moment I feel secure is whenever, like, definitely a person who, like, through actions, like, if your actions show me that you're cool with me. So I guess basically whenever they give me the cue that it's, like, cool for me to be in their space. Is when you feel okay. And they welcome me. All right, Lauren? I feel like once I get to that point, definitely have to be in a relationship status um, based on actions. Whenever I'm, like, secure, like, whenever I feel like I know what's going on is when I notice signs of consistency. And I'm fine if that consistency is the smallest thing. Like, all right, like, we're hanging out on every Friday. But then I'm probably hanging out with other people on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But <laughs> I I'm, I'm feel secure in that, with that person, like, with whatever we are. What do you consider cheating? Okay, so I'll take the lead on this one. So I was saying earlier how... I, like, am more attracted to guys who, like, make other people feel good about themselves. Like, I don't know. I really like charismatic and outgoing and, honestly, flirty guys. So, whereas, like, some people consider, like, flirting cheating. I don't think flirting is cheating, but I think anything beyond that would be. I believe there's two types of cheating. There's emotional and physical. Honestly, like... Like, if you're hitting on some girl that, like, like if you're texting a girl and you're, you, like, guys know whenever, you, you know whenever you're being flirty. Like, I know I'm a, I'm one of the biggest flirts I know. Like, I know whenever I'm trying to pursue someone, even if I'm not, like, trying to see them. I know if I'm texting them and, like, saying things here and there. Like, how was your day? I hope you're having a good day. Like, why, like, no offense, but, like, why the fuck are you telling some other girl to have a great day? Like, <laughs> like if, you, if you're not, I mean, if you're not trying to Don't date, I mean, if you're day. not trying to date her, why are you, unless it's, like, your bestie from fucking third grade, why are you so, like, into what she's doing? I only want to talk to people I want to go out of my way for, so 
if I'm texting someone, there's a reason why I'm texting you. Like, there's a reason. So I feel like that definitely, like, if you have some sort of, like, texting relationship with someone while you have a girlfriend, that's, like, where cheating starts, and it only stems from there and just gets yeah. deeper and deeper. Like, that's the initiation of, like, the malicious relationship. Like, I get that. like with Or malicious in, intent. Like, intentions. And there's a lot of girls, I see it on Twitter, that once they see a guy in a relationship, that's when a guy's most attractive. I don't know if it's because they're insecure. I think or it's human nature to, like, like, want someone who you can't have. So I'm going to clarify, though. Like, if you've had friends, if you've had forever, and yeah. I've seen the wit your friendship with someone, that's different. Like, if your families are together, mm-hmm. like, y'all are having a tailgate together. You know, I have plenty of guy friends. But, like, most of my guy friends are single. You know, I'm a bro. So, like, if, you're, if your friend is really a bro, like, then that's cool. But, like, there's definitely a difference between being a bros with a girl and, like, malicious yeah. intent. Yeah, because it's so toxic if, like, when people get in relationships and they literally try to isolate you because of the fear of or that insecurity of other relationships. What is your on and your off? <clears throat> my off is inconsistency. I already said True. that. Well, they have to be witty for me to want to be sexual at all. Right? I can't fucking say Oh, my God. You have witty. to have a personality. Yeah, I know. I like think that's one thing I didn't like about my ex-boyfriend. He had no personality and, like... Like, his jokes were not funny. Sometimes a rebound, though. They don't have to be funny. <laughs> if you touch my neck, it's fucking on. And a turn off for me would be uh, smell-wise. If I get near but... you and it gives me a headache or I smell BO, it's an instant, like, I can't do it. Like, I can understand a sweaty day and, like, we're doing activities. Or, like, you just but if you just come over... And you, you, you just smell see. gross. <laughs> I'm really into pheromones. I'm going to tell you, one time I, like... I was hanging out with this guy, and his pheromones smelled so bad to me. He almost smelled like spoiled milk to me. Like, you know, like, everyone has their own smell. Hopefully mine smells good. I wish someone would tell me if it didn't, but <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have pretty good hygiene. Well, my turnoff is, my turnoff is control. What about sex, though? Like, I'm super vanilla in a sense that, like, like a nice little booty grab and some little talking in my ear. Like, being kind of secretive is definitely, like, a turn on for me and turn off is when it, so like if you're if you're not listening to what i'm saying it's just gonna be whack do you guys get off more when the female is enjoying herself more like does it help you more yeah definitely uh i was having sex on acid one time and <laughs> when she came like i came and i thought like i nutted but i didn't and, and then i nutted <laughs> afterwards so that definitely, when a guy wants to please you, biggest turn on yeah, ever. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you want to go down on me for 30 minutes and make me come <laughs> over and over again, you're, I mean, you're about to get this ass thrown back. Just don't be selfish, you know? That's one thing. Like, just, if you're not being selfish and you want to give me whatever you got, man, I'm down for it. You get what you get. So we got, what's your love language? So we got the words of affirmation. So, like, telling someone... You look beautiful today. Yes, with words. Physical touch. Affection. Self-explanatory. Receiving gifts. Quality time. And acts of service. So I, like, took the test, like, the mm-hmm. what's your love language test. And my, I actually got physical touch, which was really fucking weird to me because I actually hate, to, like, touch, like, touching and intimacy and stuff like Just, that. But it, I realized to me, like, I've never been in love. So, like... That probably is my love language, and if I love somebody, it would be physical touch. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's sacred to you. You don't want to just give that part to you to just anyone. Uh, I don't think I took the test, but based on how I think mine are acts of service, I feel like when I love you, I'll go the end of the world for you. It is hard when you date 
someone or friends with someone that has a different language. So just a reminder out there is know your friends or lovers love language or you are going to have issues communicating. <laughs> What's yours? Um, I would have to say that like acts of service, like I, like if you're sick, I want to bring you medicine. Like if you're, you know, if you're like having a bad day, like I want to do what you want to do. Like you want to go, um, you want to bed down in front of the TV? That's fine. Um, I want to do that for you. Like I want to lift your spirits kind of like mm -hmm. do a scavenger hunt. Uh, for Valentine's Day, I made my ex a boudoir book. And like, yeah, that's a gift. But like I put a lot of time and like effort into that. So like for me, that was like working to make him happy. And like I just, I think doing stuff for people and like definitely affection once the relationship is established. I'm not really big on PDA though. Like don't. Don't kiss me in public, honestly, unless we've been dating a really long time. And, like, even if we kiss in public, it's, like, a pet. And as far as, like, like my last boyfriend, he loved to do, like, to get things for me. And, like, it doesn't make me uncomfortable, like, obviously on a birthday, like, that's cool, awesome, a great gift. But, like, just randomly getting me things would always freak me out. I don't know. Mine would probably be access, access service as well. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not big on gifts. They're very nice and they're very caring. Um... I'm not huge on affection. Every now and then I'm cuddly. Sometimes you won't even see me touch you. It's just one of those, like, I have to be in the mood. Words are beautiful, but sometimes they're not as reassuring as you think they would be. And then quality time... Some people time, are way too fucking good with their words. Yeah, and that's tricky. So quality time is, like, one of those, sometimes I would write to be alone with you, and then sometimes I want to, like, go out and do shit. So the access service is a big one. Like, if I'm not feeling good... It's, it's absolutely incredible when someone's like, hey, I'll just come sit on the couch and watch a movie with you. I'm like, dude, that means so much to me. Or like, if you're not feeling well, I, I, I want to help you. Like, this, the access service thing is big because nowadays it's all about money. All right, so. All right, so here's a two, or, two for, for one. When do you bring the parents in and what exactly does it mean when whoever meets the parents. You don't listen. <laughs> no, my dad told yeah. my dad literally told me he was like, honestly, I expect you one day to bring this man home, like a man home and say like, Hi dad, this is my husband. He I like we've my family we're just like secretive. We don't like our family him. so like if, in case you guys don't know, Sarah Lauren and I are all related. Um, so like we kind of come from the same kind of, you know, date with dysfunction, like our families, like we weren't extremely raised on affection. We were what? We're extremely <laughs> dysfunctional. Yeah. Like very dysfunctional. Like nobody in our families oh. communicate well, really. Like we don't have, like, I don't really hug my mom too often. Like it's just not, I think I would bring someone home if I was actually trying to get rid of them. <laughs> like, that's I just feel like. For like, I don't know how it is for normal He's people, but couch. bringing a boy home for us is not an exciting, life-changing event for us. Exactly, it's the scariest day of our lives. So many people are so excited to bring their other spouse, or like, or my boyfriends in the past have been like, "Why haven't I met your parents?" Because my family's like, fucking crazy, and, and I'm, I'm scared. Like, I literally because I would be embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed. Like that sounds shameful, <laughs> but it's just like, like that's just too much. It's like it's too much to have to worry about if someone's gonna say the wrong thing, or like, you know, just like say something that you don't want yeah. to talk about in front of your other half yet. Yeah. Oh it just turns into one big roast fest during Thanksgiving and Christmas <laughs> dinners. It really what does. Like, if one of our exes shows up to Thanksgiving, um, 
the next year, like, you're gonna get shit talk. Two people have only met my parents in my whole dating, like, since I was 15, whatever. Just like, people, nor when we bring normal people, they're not used to our family, and they do try to intervene, and they do, in a way, can cause problems. Yeah. But like my dad, like, when Nick met my dad, he, I, my, Nick was like, I've heard so much about you. And my dad said, I haven't heard anything about you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh like, and they just call us out, you know. And, like, my mom refers to the guys I've dated as, like, to where they live. Like, she doesn't care about their name. She'll just be like, so how's... It's like they're in jail. Yeah, like... Um, the last guy I dated, I dated him almost a year. He never met my parents, and he, like, I was really close with his family and everything, always at his house. He always complained, like, why don't you want me to meet your mom? And I was just like, I'm just not ready for that. <laughs> like, it's just a, meeting my mom is a really big commitment. I think the reason why I don't have boyfriends, but, like, even if I'm, t like, you know, some people will talk to a guy and, like, bring them home, like, come in my house, like, yeah, this is my parents, let's hang out, but, like, I'm so, like, don't talk to my dad about stuff like that, like, I would, don't bring any, that's why I said don't bring anybody home, that, like, the last time I was upset over a guy, I was crying, this is how uncomfortable it is, my dad was like, uh, are you so upset because you, like, shared socks with him? Yeah. I said, what the fuck does that mean? He was asking me if I fucked him, like, yeah, but I'm like, okay, conversation's <laughs> over, like, and, like, I have, oh, Jesus. I, I can't do this. I have friends who have boyfriends, like, my friends Bailey and Lola, shout out to you guys, um, they both have great boyfriends, and both of their boyfriends, like, they're close with their boyfriend's family, Zach and Mike are close with both Lola and Bailey's families. Um, so it's just really like I envy that. I'm the type of person that That's if you can't good. take her jokes and you can't throw Dude. them back, you are not the one for me. My mom's name is Sarah also, but, but like if you can't handle Sarah, then like you can't be in the fam like it's just that's yeah. that's one of the reasons why my marriage didn't work out it's not impossible to have a relationship but it's hard to have well with a, somebody who doesn't have a dysfunction yeah. it's hard to even have that because like there's just like an order of how things work and like the other person doesn't get that there's we're not some lovey-dovey family who like has a happy thanksgiving and like everyone bring your boyfriend blah 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 like no they're like don't bring your boyfriend not even like just like your dad's telling dad jokes and shitting on you like no like your parents like well our parents like are actually like shitting on us like my great-grandmother she she asked me well, i'm divorced and she asked me how my husband is every time she sees me it's like at this point in time you're not gonna pressure me or even talk about my family exactly like, like just if I, don't honestly. and i have awful awful taste in men like i just love boys with no future the bad my boys. dad's Fuck. biggest my dad's biggest question he'll be like so what's so his major you, what's yeah, he doing because exactly. i'm like away at college and I'm like, like they oh, don't go dad, to i'm lying he lives in somerville in his parents basement <laughs> like i have to seek in at one in the morning and like we really have a lot of fun whispering that's a lot to yeah like that's a don't lot to have out, to explain how do you deal with a breakup i cry for two days and then i say fuck the world and i'm done and i turn into a bad bitch because Okay, my for the podcast, I was talking to a guy for a year, and two weeks ago he told me that it was not a thing and that this wasn't going to continue to be anymore. So I cried for two days, and since then it's been done with. See, I'm the complete opposite, <laughs> which is completely terrible. I hold it in until, like, the last, like, the final, like, cracking moment, and then, like, I just get, like, just, like, crying for, like, a months because I've been holding it in. But it's not even that serious. I am like go either or. I'm either really like cold hearted and just like move on with my life. Steal his pillow and never talk to him again. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not getting what I need and I'm starting to neglect myself. I'm going to end up just kind of like 
disappearing. Like, it's just, I will walk away and never talk to you again and not even cry about it. It's so true. We moved Lauren out of her house. She lived with that her ex-boyfriend. We moved her out that day, and she really did not talk to him for, like, two and a half months or no, so. No, I, I never talked to him. Oh, my God. Okay, well, she never has talked to him <laughs> since. Or I'm, like, freaking devastated where five months later I'm going to be drunk and be crying about it. The best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. That's so true. I can't do it. Even if you just, like, make out with someone new. Like, it's like, okay, well, next. Because it's, like, a glimpse of the fact that like there's it's someone going else. like there is going to be mine will take weeks of me talking to you to even fucking kiss you there's a difference between closure and being over someone like just kind of accepting like that's not going to work out but like closure so being over someone it took me about a year and then um basically I just went through this like I said I'm a party girl like I went through a huge party phase I mean I honestly I'm getting back into it again like your girl loves to go out and have a good time and like I'll talk to everyone and like flirt around or whatever but um basically it takes me a while to get over someone I definitely think closure is a big part of moving on like just speak your piece and get the fuck on with it exactly I think like the best way I like what I do when I'm trying to get over someone is like definitely girl time like be around all of your closest girlfriends friends like Emily because (laughs) let me tell you she literally will come get me take me to breakfast and then just let me just sit in the room with me and not have to say a fucking word to me about anything all day yeah because even if you don't realize it just having someone there makes it better just like Like, company and somebody that lets you be sad is very important like you have those friends who are like get over it smile we're gonna do no like, like no it's okay. i can cry right now it's so okay get me some ice cream in, the not okay i'm gonna be it's okay to like cry about a guy you know like it's okay that your feelings are hurt it's okay that you're upset it didn't work out you know the but like i'll try yeah. to distract myself so that's how i think that's exactly how i get over someone i just so the quote i just got recently told was there will be mountains that you cannot move and that was very important just like me. you can't change a person if they don't want to be changed yeah. and like People nowadays, are set in their ways, especially yeah. now. And nowadays, everything's about help that person get better, do this, do that. But what they're not telling us is don't put so much of yourself into that fucking person that when you finally put together that it isn't going to work, that you you lose who you are completely. Yeah. I always like, find myself, like, giving away pieces of myself to people. That's, like, I'll even say, like... I don't feel like myself anymore. Like, that's the most, like, upsetting thing I can hear myself say. One thing that we do want in a guy, for any of us, is some type of compromise. I don't care if you don't like my plan, but talk to me. Mm -hmm. Meet me in the middle. Meet me in the middle. Help me, help me, help you. That's as simple as Mm -hmm. it is for every single one of us. We don't want a guy who's just going to be like, nah. And, and like, give us nothing in return. And don't say things if you don't mean them. Like, just don't say anything at all. I don't want you to just say something I want to hear. We are not 16 <laughs> trying to go on our first date. Like, guys are... Yeah, well, I like, mean, I'm trying to go on my first date. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We're trying to get Sarah a date. So if you guys, like... If you like what you heard this this um, episode about Sarah... Um, I don't quite DM know. DM us, and we'll give you her things. number. Hey, follow her on Twitter. So tagged under this, this video. Yeah, it's so yes. fed Sarah. Awesome. Well, I know this is something we could talk forever about because <laughs> we love the sound of our own voice. And relationships <laughs> problems are endless. This is something you'll. There's no perfect relationship. Nothing nope. close. We hope that you guys are able to relate to this and hope that you've kind of found answers. I just hope someone DMs Emily and asks for my number. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing, but I'm not. Okay. All right. Awesome. Adios. Okay. Well, I'm forever eternally Deuces. single.